Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And I'm Ian Allison Gray. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. And today we are joined by Adrian Salisbury. And we're going to be exploring creating community with cohort-based courses. So we are going to cover what is a cohort-based course, because... I had no idea. Uh, what's an evergreen versus a cohort-based course with the difference between the two? And tips on building community with cohort courses. So, Adrian, I'm so glad that you're here today. Hello. Thank you so much for being with us, even with all the craziness <laughs> and trying to figure out <laughs> what we are doing. That's great. It certainly relaxes you at the start anyway, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. See, <laughs> So sets the tone. Yes. So I, I'm hoping <laughs> it's, it's all uphill from there. So um, if you guys don't know who Adrian is, he's got a background in photography. He has now shifted his attention to teaching online through his four online courses, including the Ecamm Live Academy, which has now helped over 1,500 Ecamm users master the tool. So he has a knack of making technical things simple. His courses are loved by all, and he's about to open the doors for the last time this year, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later. So, Ian, do you have a question for uh, our guest here today because you're up next? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really interested in, I'm really interested in your, your background because you did photography. This was your main thing. Yeah. What, what made you decide to move from photography to teaching online courses? You know, tell us a little bit more about the path that got yep. to where you are today. The, 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 Story way, way back uh, starts really with me finding Pat Flynn and listening to his podcast and just getting this idea for this passive income, making money while you sleep, you know, that kind of, I'm thinking, yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> uh, and, and in fairness, it was kind of years of trying different things. Um, but actually that my, my journey really, yes, as a photographer, um, can't say, I think it's like a lot of people with a, with a skill really that that people come to you and would constantly have people coming up to me going, I just bought this new camera. How do you set this up? Or why do your photos look like that? And you, you constantly realize you're, you're giving out this information and you just think, actually, I could put this online. And it, it, it kind of started from there with a YouTube channel. I actually created a photography course. Um, then I went to try and promote it and market it and realized, oh, it's not as easy as you think it is. Uh, got into James Webmore's uh, Business by mm. Design group and, and, and was surrounded by other people going, how come your video looks so good? That Then I kind of pivoted and went, all right, well, this is pretty straightforward for me. Let me teach people how to do video. And that was 
actually the journey for me starting my Pro Video Academy. Uh, so video isn't my background at all. I never intended to be online teaching this, but I think just keeping an ear to the ground kind of thing and going, all right, there's an interest over here. This is something I can do uh, and, and started like that. Um, so that, that was really my start online to with courses, how I added and how, uh, as Jeff said, we've got four courses now really came around that, that we go, okay, we've now got people looking good on camera. They're feeling more confident on camera. And then I'm mentioning Ecamm and people are going, yeah, I think I've got Ecamm somewhere. And I'm going, you've got to be using this. <laughs> and so I created the Ecamm Academy and, and the same with YouTube that we went, we definitely found everyone was, uh, well, not everyone, the vast majority of people when I'm speaking to them as customers was saying, yeah, well, that was where I found you was that video you did on YouTube and just realized the power of this as an online uh, shop window, really. Mm -hmm. um, and then it went from the final of our academies is the Kajabi one where people were saying, we love your course. How do you do this? And we went, right, well, let's show them how to do this. So, so they all kind of sit in a little cluster around each other that it has really all come from us paying attention to our customers. And if they're asking, if, if more than you know, two or three people are asking us the same question, we go, well, maybe there's an academy there. Um, but I, I promised my wife no more academies coming. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> so that's, that's really cool. So, um, you know, uh, Ian, I'm, I'm a little nervous now because I think Adrian's probably silently judging our camera setup because he sounds <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, I need to go through his course. But, uh, uh, you know, I was ribbing you a little bit beforehand, but Elisa, uh, I mean, come on. She goes, Ian's already been down to the pub. So it's, <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> but anyway, so we're talking about today. It's right, eh? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> we are talking about cohort-based courses today. And yeah. I think – I've never been heard of them be, you know, being called this before. I'm kind of familiar with them, but I didn't know how a big of a rise like it is, um, yeah. it's coming. So instead of like, and, and here's some news that we found, like instead of like convincing a college professor to teach in their spare time, they're talking to like product managers at a tech startup to launch classes, sharing their tips and trade secrets. So uh, Mighty Networks yeah. actually raised 50 million Series B to help its creators launched their own classes and another one called NASA Academy raised 11 million. Uh, Matt, there's another one that's called Maven that launched, it didn't even have a name and it got all this funding. And yeah. they're saying ed tech is really moving uh, and really becoming popular for these cohort based classes. And, you know, all this ed tech stuff is coming out and they're talking about a creator economy and that, as long as you're an expert, you don't have to be a teacher and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, and I, even doing this research, I found out there's a graduate biomedical sciences program at St. John's university that they yeah. just graduated their first cohort based, uh, you know, class about this. So this stuff is on the rise. So Adrian, what is a cohort based yeah. course for those of us who don't know? Yeah, and honestly, um, it was actually one of my customers who came to me and had seen an article about this cohort-based courses and went, this is really interesting article. This is what you do. And I looked at it and went, oh, it is. <laughs> so we were, we were doing it before we knew there was a name on it. Um, the, the difference really, and I think for me, the, the difference, I know you mentioned earlier, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the difference between online courses really mm -hmm. and these cohort-based courses. And, you know, it for us to create, let's talk about our Ecom Academy as an example. Um, for, we could create this and you could go and buy it and sign up and work through the videos on your own and go, yeah, that was great. I've learned a lot in that. 
thank you very much. The difference of this and that what makes this a cohort-based course is it's still the same video content, but we do it live. So actually we're saying, right, this starts, well, it literally does start on Monday. Um, it starts on Monday, day one, you're gonna get a set of videos released to you. And then I show up on a live uh, at a set time each day and we go, right, okay, this is today's training, go and do this work post into the group here and then I'll be back here tomorrow to answer any questions and talk to you about day two. And so we work through like that. It's, it's very structured. We run it across five days, building up in levels as you go through it. Uh, and then the way we run it is we have a second week that added on to it that is really just a chance for people to catch up and practice and interact and work together. We're, we're talking about Ecamm, we're talking about them interviewing each other, uh, things like this. So it gives them a chance to go, you know, hey, Jeff, are you free to jump on an interview? Let's let's have a go at this. And and there's something so strong about it. We we came into this actually not expecting to run them this way. Uh, I started this up uh, very much in partnership with Katie from Ecamm, and we said let's just run it through. And before we put this online, let's run it through live with people and get some feedback, uh, see how it goes. Uh, we were blown away really that the majority of the feedback was saying. We love the way this is run as a community. We love that we've made friends in here. We, I said to Katie, we need to keep this as live events uh, rather than just putting this thing online evergreen. Um, and we get a lot out of it. And I think those that are in there definitely do. You know, it's. I think if you're running through this on your own, you're going to have questions. And maybe it's if it were an online course, maybe your access is emails that you can come back to a coach. But the difference here is... Yeah, you're kind of right in there with it. And, and me that's made the videos in this case, I'm on a live. You can ask me a question about what, you know, module 1.3 was on about and I can mm -hmm. come back to you and we can go deeper in. Um, it, it, yeah, it's just this live element to it really of, of working through together all on the same page that I think really builds these strong connections. Yeah. Very interesting. And, and Sabrina actually has, she's so awesome. Thank you, Sabrina. She is kind of, uh, always giving us definitions and so she broke it down for us like a cohort refers to a group of students yep. that enter the program together and remain together through this its duration and we're going to talk a lot about th some of the advantages and some of the disadvantages uh, of mm. this so it, it's really really interesting so ian mm. yeah i was going to ask you so the, like i love the fact that there's that you got the videos you got the live element yeah do you gonna get them to do homework with yep. cohort based courses how, how does that kind of work how do you get that interaction yeah, so we're, we, we, I take it more as challenges, really. So each day I'm saying, yeah. right, today's challenge. So they, they get a block of videos. There might be eight different short videos that they've got. And the last one is a summary. And it's, right, so today's challenge, we want you to do. So for instance, in Ecamm, day one's challenge is just going live to yourself as like an unlisted video to get used to that delay. And you can kind of log in from your phone and things. So each day we challenge people. Uh, day two is going live for real. Day three three is interviewing and so on like that. So yes, there's home. It's not enforced, but um, some really love it and get on board. Uh, the, the downside is with some of that, that you do get people going, oh no, I'm not keeping up. Um, <laughs> right. so that's kind of a tension sometimes to, we, we're always saying, hey, look, this isn't a, a race you've got. Uh, I mean, the thing is they've the videos that we produce and that are being dripped out each day, they've got access to those for life after this. So 
you know, some people sign up with good intentions and then life happens and they mm -hmm. suddenly can't manage to get on or don't get to give it the time they hoped. Well, they can still come in and, and access it at any time. And again, although we're talking about this in our case, like a two week live event, the actual Facebook group that holds the event, they've got access to for three months before we archive it. Um, so, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of folk will keep going there kind of weeks later and go, oh, I've now had a chance to really go through this. And can someone come on an interview, for instance? Um, yeah. Okay. So so they actually so just to be clear, they have access to that for life, the, the video content. Yeah. And, you know, but the yeah. archi it gets archived after three months, kind of the community aspect of it. Yeah, so you couldn't post anything new into the group or go live into the group after three months, but you can still access all those live videos from the daily sessions. Um, yeah. Cool. So I, I want to kind of step back a little bit because, you know, we talked about this is a kind of a new thing, you know, and I think it was like 2008, 2010, somewhere around there, you know, the online, you know, like video, you know, you get courses on demand where you could go like the Udemy's and all yeah. those kind of things. And, and, but this, this is really becoming super popular because of the community aspect of it. But I, yeah. I read some articles and there's been some worry that, you know, like turning creators, because a lot of creators, this is very exciting for them uh, and turning them into educators could bring on a rush of like yeah. unqualified teachers with no understanding of like how to teach. And, you know, there's a group that says, you know, uh, the de democratization of education, this it needs this disruption. And then there's other ones going like, hey, you know, we need to have real teachers teaching. So what are your thoughts on, you know, these kind of two camps? Like you need to have a professional teacher who has gone through school to know how to teach. And then it's like, hey, Ian yeah. knows video. He's going to teach a class. So, you know, yeah. how do you where do you fall on kind of that? I love it, to be honest. I find it super exciting to think that, um, I don't know, my, my plumber or someone like that who actually <laughs> right. is doing really well at what he does and he's constantly having people saying to him, oh, how do you do this? And that he can actually put a course online and help people. Um, yeah, I'm not qualified. I've never been to university. I wouldn't be here doing this, but I know I can help people. And I think if that barrier were there that made us go, oh, I shouldn't be doing this because maybe I'm not qualified enough to do it. Um, I think, yeah, there's a natural ability. I, I, I mean, I'm, I would, I'm always helping and I love kind of jumping in as soon as I, whether it used to be with cameras and I'd see somebody there taking a photo and I'd be like, Oh, you shouldn't be holding it like that. And <laughs> right, I, right. I, I want to get in there and help them, you know? Right. Um, and I think, I don't know, to my mind, I think time would tell really if, if you were showing up and you were promising this amazing course on Facebook advertising or something, and actually you didn't know what you were talking about. I don't think it'd be long the internet's so transparent, isn't it? It mm -hmm. wouldn't be long before people were going, that's a terrible course, you know, don't go on that one. Um, it's, it's partly why we cover our sales pages in testimonials as well, is we know that we've now got that evidence and that backing that I can confidently go, look, look at all these people that have said it's a fantastic course. Um, so I, I, I wouldn't want to put barriers there. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's lovely that, you know, I think it just, uh, yeah, opens this up for anyone really that's, uh, got an interest in doing it. Yeah. So, and, and Sabrina says, uh, real people, real experience. And I think that's really great. One of my favorite yeah. YouTubers, and you may not even know him, Adrian, is Roger Wakefield. You mentioned a plumber. He's a plumber. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> He's yeah. speaking right now in Dallas at, uh, at Video Marketing World. And I, I love the guy to death. And he is genius. And he has blown up on YouTube yeah. teaching people what he knows. And, yeah. you know, he wouldn't, he didn't go to school to be a teacher, but he no. creates incredible content. 
yeah, ultimately, if this is coming from a place of I want to help and serve people, um, it, it's a real shame to think of putting a barrier there to say you're not good enough to be able to do this um, because mm-hmm. you haven't been taught the right way. Or And actually, you can get some really good styles coming out of this. I'm sure the likes of Roger would teach very different to an academic who'd been through right. university and taught, you know, and, and actually you might come and be really refreshed that this is a different style of teaching. Um, and and people will grow based on how well they're doing with it, won't they? Yeah. And Gary goes, how could you not love Roger? Yes, that is very true. (laughs) He is, he is, he is great. Um, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, I know you had some other questions too about cohort, cohort courses. Yeah. I was going to ask a lot. Why, why did you choose the cohort? I know you didn't know it was called cohort. (laughs) Why did you choose that? Why did you choose that model instead of like another other kind of model out there? You know, what got you to that conclusion to, to, to launch that? I think, um, real just testing and seeing. And I think, as I mentioned earlier, we, we, we were expecting this to be an online course originally. Um, we got so much feedback from people saying this is really refreshing, This the way we work through this together. And I've made friends here and I feel like I've, you know, I know you. And, and actually we went, there's something in this. Um, and we've been challenged a few times by people saying, why don't you just make this online? And, you know, I can access it today. I don't want to wait till two months time when you open the doors. Um, there's definitely challenges for it, and it, it, it is a temptation just to make it available uh, all the time. But it, but in this one where you're learning something and just to be able to work along together, um, yeah, we're just – well, time and again, we're getting great feedback about um, our academies, and, 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 and this is the thing that I think stands out and is different, that it is this cohort-based um, style, yeah. Um, so um- – I guess, you know, you know, one of the things I was going to ask about, so how broad or how wide do you go? Because I know, you know, you're, you're talking like the one we're talking about today is a lot about eCam. Do you go into like, Hey, you can, you can switch the cameras with the stream deck. If you hit uh, hook up, right. Or or do you go to, you, do you talk about cameras? Like we're using the Canon M50. I know Ian uses the same thing. Are you just sticking with like the software? I mean, because you could go like it's, yeah. forever i mean on stuff that you could teach i know <laughs> no we, we've kept it and because i already teach another course which is my pro video academy mm-hmm. um what we do uh this is an ecam academy so we it, it allows us to kind of put right. borders to it really and say no we're teaching you the software of ecam so this isn't particularly a live streaming course although obviously we're giving tips and things and advice on how to do this um, this is really, uh, and this came really out of a conversation with Ecamm of, I was wanting to create some videos. They were wanting some support videos to be able to put on their site. So it, it actually came out of let's help Ecamm customers to really get to know the product. So it, it gave me very natural boundaries really as to where we go with it. But we do start from, you know, and it does grow up sequentially sequentially through the days to, to, to start out really at literally the first video is unboxing it and we do say you know if you've already unboxed it you can skip this one right up to day five which is stream deck it's restream and, and multi-streaming and all these different things going out to zoom and uh, other ways that you can use it as more pro features um so you don't have to watch all the videos some people might skip over the early ones some mm-hmm. people might skip over the advanced ones but you've got this library there that you could come back to at some point in the future if maybe you're not doing zoom now but you want to 
you know, is there in the future type thing where you've got a library. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you talked about testimonials at the beginning, what have been like your students response and based on that response, do you change the next, like, uh, do you tweak like the course? I mean, do you like, Oh, that was, that was horrible. Throw that out. You know, (laughs) I mean, I mean, how much do you like change between classes that come in? Yeah. We, we did an issue. Well, actually, the first time we ran this or the first of these courses we ran was actually our YouTube one. Um, and for instance, we I, I showed up then on these daily lives thinking, right, well, I need to now walk through and, and I'm going to show people exactly how to set up their YouTube channel. Uh, realized it was really hard work to be sort of, while well, I'm going, where's that image I just want to drag across? And um, actually people were saying to me, um, we've already got this in the videos. You don't need to do this on the live. You know, can't we just do question and answers? And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea, actually. <laughs> um, so I don't try to, so so that would be an example of coming from that, really, that we now go, and, and this is, uh, as another little term for you, a flipped classroom. Uh, this is the idea that actually you do the work in your own time. So I say, I send you an email that says, right, there you go. There's a set of videos for today. You go and do them. And then the time that we spend together is actually like Q&A and it's just pulling out a few people as examples and we discuss around that. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of how we're coming at it. <laughs> Very cool. So, Ian, let's talk about, you know, so we've talked about, you know, what is a cohort course? Because, you know, I think a lot of us are familiar with it, but we didn't know that term. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly where I was. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> I'm like, oh, this sounds like a cool name. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's really when you start digging into it, it is flipping things on its on its ear when it comes yeah. to what's coming up and all this investment and the pandemic, you know, all the stuff that's gone yeah. on. So, Ian, kind of break down like the, you know, I know you had some questions about the Evergreen and versus the cohort courses. Yeah. Well, it's, it's really interesting because I've created both Evergreen courses and co- cohort courses. And in some ways, like the Evergreen course, the, the off the shelf course, you know, you talked about this before, Adrian, that, you know, you people have asked you to, why not like make the Ecom Live Academy yeah. just like videos that people can download. And there are pros and cons, but I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't know if you've heard of this phrase, like, um, massive open online courses. Have you heard of that? It's a, it's a new phrase <laughs> yeah. for me, uh, a MOOC <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and these like traditional institutions, you know, I think they're built around the belief that students want to learn from accredited teachers while many cohort based platforms are forming around more, you could say controversial yet compelling ethos that anyone can become a teacher. And it's interesting, I've, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, some stats here. Apparently, India's edtech industry is poised to become a $30 billion space in the next 10 years. Uh, and uh, and that was, a, that was a, a report released in April this year by a transaction advisory firm, RBSA Advisors. So it's, it's clearly huge. And you know, the, we're looking at between $2.75 billion and $3 billion. So I, I looked at the difference between Evergreen and, and the cohort. And in some ways, like, it seems a lot easier to do the, the Evergreen. You just create it mm-hmm. and you bung it up there and people buy it and that's it. And, it's, and you can relax. But what are some of the disadvantages of the cohort model versus the Evergreen um, or learning at your own pace? Uh, but tell us a bit more about that and how, what your experience has been. 
Yeah, um, I hear you. I think from a from the the coach's side, it would be a lot easier to put this up and uh, just let people work through it. Um, I I don't kind of like you know someone's just bought my course and I'm sitting there kind of a few days later thinking. Wonder how they're getting on. I hope they like that. You know, um, right. maybe I overthink it and worry about it. And I quite like that interaction that I get when I know they're working through with me. Um, it, from from the student side, yes, uh, that might be that they need to get going with it, and they just want to learn it, and they don't actually want the group. They don't want to show up and do the discussions and things. Just give me the content. Um, absolutely. And it's not out the question. Actually, we, we are kind of looking and playing with this even next year. Um, do we make a version available that you can consume online, but then if you want to pay the extra, you come and do the live bit or, you know, so we're, we're playing around with it, but we definitely know that that, that benefit of coming through and being in live, just, just from the, the feedback that we get time and again, um, it, it, they're seeing other people and they're, they're sparking other ideas off, each, off people as well. And it might be that uh, it's, a, for instance, we had a lot of churches come through through COVID uh, that we were in our academies and someone over here is I'm struggling with this and somebody else in the group's able to go well that's what you need to be doing and this is what we do over here oh that looks really good uh, so that, that we sit back sometimes and they're, they're <laughs> talking and chatting and helping each other and again it's it's a lovely feeling to think we've brought all these people together um from the other sides of the world that probably would never have connected otherwise uh, so yeah there's 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 fours and against really but I, I uh, yeah, I, I wonder if maybe the answer is kind of offering two packages there, really, that you can say to people go through it on your own. Um, but I don't think you would, I don't think you seal it in. I've bought plenty of online courses myself and I still haven't gone through them. <laughs> I don't know about themselves, but, you know, there's not that accountability. Um, and I'm not kind of thinking, oh, everybody else is on day three. I need to catch up a bit here. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I guess different people are wired differently. Um, well, it, it sounds almost like yours is almost like, you know, it's a cohort based course, but you have, you have the advantages because it lives there forever of that evergreen. Yeah. So you kind of have yeah. the best of both worlds. Yes. That's what we've tried to do really. Yeah. That if, if someone can't make it and of course there's time zones as well. Mm. Um, and, and we've been blown away that we've had people that are on the live going, it's 2am here. Um, <laughs> and I'm thinking, right. really? I wouldn't get up at 2am. <laughs> um, so there is that as well. You know, it does, there probably are folk in Australia that are going, oh, well, the times of those lives are middle of the night. So this doesn't work for me as a course. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So a lot of people have said, um, like Sabrina says, people need community. And you mentioned this more than ever. Yeah. So many people have uh, live and work alone and they long for interaction with humans. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. And our friend uh, Tim Sloan has, he goes, that, uh, he goes, Ecamm Live Academy with Adrian is amazing. So, and then Carmen <laughs> Tim says. Tim famously was, so Tim was an example of this, actually. We're telling people to go live into the group. And Tim came in um, on, I think, the second day with a live. He was upside down and, and talk about grabbing attention, you know. He's like hanging from the ceiling doing this live into the group. And so Tim will always stick in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like Tim. So uh, since he's had some conversations uh, with people that aren't interested in the community, they have less time and just want to learn. That's interesting. Um, I think, yeah. you know, I think it's, it's where people are at. And, you know, I know yeah. a, lot, a lot around here, it's really um, – you know, people are really wanting community. One of the things I wanted to talk about is like, so I have my, I'm 
uh, friends with Kim Garst, and we talk a lot about courses, and she has a ton. She's been doing them for years. And she has said, you know, the completion rate isn't really high for courses on demand. So why is yep. it higher for these cohort-based uh, courses? Is it peer pressure? I mean, is it like, uh, Ian, Ian's ahead of me. I've, I've got to, I can't let him win, <laughs> you know. Are, but are they, are they more stressful for students? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I think there are definitely some people that are wired like that, even when we're kind of opening the doors to the thing. And I've got people going, what time's email coming out? This, you know, and they're like, I've, I've got to be the first person to join. Um, I think there is some, I don't think that it's not in a negative way that it's a, it's a pressure to keep, but we definitely do have people saying, oh, you know, I'm falling behind a bit. But as I've said, you know, we can catch up on that. Um, completion rate, I think it's just this feeling of, Maybe it's more about uh, I don't want to be left behind or I don't want to let people down that, you know, there's others on here. Um, but I think we definitely see more, I think because it's maybe it's smaller bites as well, mm. that it isn't like we're dropping 40 videos on you, a complete overview of Ecamm. It's like day one, right? This is the basics. We're getting started. We're going to understand scenes today. Day two, you're going to go live for the first time for Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn. Day three, you're going to do an interview. So it's kind of more manageable bite-sized chunks. And I think, yeah, just just really works through. Um, maybe that's the answer. But, but definitely we see a, a much higher completion rate coming through this um, than we would do. Uh, as I say, I, I've probably got five online courses that I've bought and I've maybe watched the first video or two and I haven't gone back to them since. And I, I keep meaning to, but yeah. Um, yeah. maybe Dustin you says, think as well, you're like, I've paid for this and I know that Adrian's, you know, I'm not going to get his feedback past next Friday, you know, when this fortnight's gone. Um, that's the value. I want his feedback. I want to be able to bounce this around. So I am going to do the work and get it done. And we deliberately, originally, this was a one week course when we, the training, it lasts over five days. But I didn't want people to either feel like they'd got to the end and they hadn't had a chance to finish it or they got to the end and they'd got questions. So this is why we tagged another week on where no extra training gets thrown on them. Mm. Uh, but it's their chance to go, all right. And I kind of go, right, go and have the weekend. <laughs> Enjoy the weekend. And then uh, let's come back on. Why don't you set yourself a goal next week? Maybe you didn't do an interview or you'd like to really get good at that or you'd like to really kind of dial in your branding and things have a go at it, practice it. We're here for you. And I'm still there on the daily Q and A's to uh, kind of steer people on. So that sounds like they're also paying almost, they're getting access to you. And that's one of the big things too, yeah. is you get access instead of buying a course, like, you know, no offense to Amy Porterfield. She's amazing. She's got great courses, but I don't get access to her. I get access to no. her knowledge, but when, when it's doing a live in this cohort space thing and they can ask yeah. questions live. And I think that's a big, big value add. Um, in fact, uh, uh, like Dustin says, peer pressure for the win. That's why he loves CrossFit. Uh, yeah. I like <laughs> yeah. to watch CrossFit uh, while actually, I'm eating a, a Big Mac, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I was just going to say, actually, what personal connection. Um, I mean, certainly at the start of COVID, uh, we were, we were, locking this down at 250 people. And, and we were actually turning people away who were going straight onto a wait list. We found ourselves um, May last year kind of almost doing back-to-back -back academies. And the reason I was saying, I don't want someone to come in here and feel like we've got 500 people plus in this group. They now can't get access to me or they, they can't get heard on the lives. So yeah, we, we've deliberately guarded that and said, 
you know, we want to keep this relatively small and intimate or as much as you can do um, to guard that. So that would be a, a good tip really mm. to, uh, to to make sure people aren't just kind of having a thousand people arrive in a group and then, then they never are going to get seen or heard. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, and so Carmen says the accountability helps a lot. So, yeah. So, and, yeah. uh, and yeah, another one who's been through. Yeah. And Carrie says, I like the mis- mix of cohort courses and recorded. Yeah. So that's yes. the thing is I love like even some conferences I've seen now is like, they said you have access to it all live, but then it's gone. And I'm like that. I don't want, I want to be able to have a chance if I, if I have to go up yeah. get up and go to the bathroom, which that's why I switch cameras all the time um, is, you know, uh, that I'm able to do that. So anyway, Jeff, this is, this is why I don't actually teach really on the lives. Um, You know, I don't, and I've, again, I've been in other people's courses where they, I show up on a zoom call, for instance, and I'm actually following along a live and I'm going, well, hang on a minute. Where where was that? I just lost. And then it's kind of, I've lost the rest of the video. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I'm trying to keep that and do really keep, I've got a no agenda really for the lives typically going into it. It's completely led by people's Q and a they've already gone away. Some people say, you know, I put you on one and a half times speed cause you're too slow. Other people go, I've had to watch it three times and I've finally understand what I'm supposed to be doing. So it gives you that flexibility or like you say to pause it and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, have it up at the side of you. You got ecam the other side. Okay. Let's just see that. Then let's carry on. And then you come back with your questions and we cover that on the lives. Very, very cool. So Ian, I know you had another question. Yeah, I kind of think that uh, cohort courses are like procrastination busters <laughs> because like, we've, we've, <laughs> yeah. we've, all bought, we've all bought those courses and like done the first yeah. video and then given up. But I think we all need that handholding. But like one thing I'm, I'm interested in, uh, cause I'm, I, I, I'm creating some cohort courses at the moment or, or, or kind of thinking about my next one. And the thing that I'm struggling with is what is the optimum length for mm-hmm. cohort courses? Now I, it's going to be different for every course I'm sure, but like, how do you work that out? Cause in, in Ecom live Academy, it was one week and then you extended it to two. Yeah. Like how, how do you work that out? What's the optimum length? And we, we, we get this a lot. We, um, as I say, one of my other academies is my Kajabi Academy and it's, it's people that are in there that are trying to create online courses and that we're getting this, you know, is this, I'm struggling to get this into a week or two weeks. This really should take a month. Or I've got other guys that go, this is a year long program for the, for the work that you need to do. Um, so it really does depend on what you're trying to do. I think what you're trying to achieve with people, um, being realistic of their time as well. Um, I think you, and for me, I'm kind of looking and I go, actually, this splits quite nicely into five days. I think there's a manageable, you know, there's there's maybe an hour's work for someone to go and off and do each day. Um, we do get some people go, come on, I want to get onto the green screens. And I'm going, no, that's Wednesday, hold fire. <laughs> um, there are others going, this is a lot to fit in. Um, so you, you, you just got to weigh that up, really. And you're never going to please everybody. But um I think one thing I would say, Ian, is is definitely having that buffer at the end. So whatever you think, whether it's three days of training that maybe you've got two days to practice afterwards, or uh, maybe you, if you felt like this was actually you were going to fill a week, um, and what is it that you're teaching people? What are you sending them off to do? Is there a case for coming back in a month's time for a catch-up? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's different in every one, but I, I, the more... 
the more kind of interaction and touching points really with people uh, definitely builds the, the connection and um, they're going to come out feeling a lot happier at the end of it. We actually find we've got a lot of customers who, and this was never particularly our intention, we have a lot of people who come out of our Ecom Academy and then go, what else do you do? I mean, literally have people going, what else do you do? Because I want, I want to come on more of your trainings. <laughs> that, that's good. That's, that's and, great. and then they're coming on to other ones. Yeah. That's really good. So uh, and that means think, you're a good teacher. So, Well, hopefully. Uh, and you just think that wouldn't happen if I hadn't showed up, uh, hadn't really put everything into it. Uh, one thing actually is a bit of advice on this is, I mean, I... I've never performed or you know been on stage really, but I guess the same thing happens. That you put a lot of energy into these lives, and it's actually it takes something out of you. And I find that after doing two weeks of daily, sometimes two a day, um, fitting in with other things as well, I can get to the end of this, and I'm just drained. And it, and it can take me a few days to pick myself back up again. Really, um, I, I mean, I don't know, Ian. Another, you know, you're you're probably used to you get the same thing when you've been on stage or something as well. And uh, I would just put that in as a bit of a warning for people just to make sure you carve out a bit of space for yourself after this, because mm. uh, it can really take some energy. Yeah. Even after a very, Friday show. Wise. Yeah. It's a lot of times like when I switch to Ian, I take a really quick cat nap a little bit, just kind of close yeah. my eyes for a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, so the question I wanted to ask is, so, you know, uh, really popular online is like three or five day challenge or like go live for a month, yes. those things. So what are the difference between cohort horse cohort courses and uh, like the challenges? Because those are super popular as well. Can you use them together? Yeah. I mean, wh what are the difference between the two? Well, I would argue, I think that a, a five day challenge kind of is a cohort course uh, mm -hmm. if it's done well and done right you know you're, you're potentially doing exactly the same as we're doing and dripping out some videos jumping on lives uh, I think people tend to um, put less into it in the sense that maybe on that five-day challenge you've got like a 15-minute instruction and it's not really you know it's just it, it it's a smaller win at the end of it I mm -hmm. think isn't it and uh, inevitably someone's doing it as a, a as a promotion maybe as an alternative to a webinar and um, you're expecting an upsell at the end of it. <laughs> um, whereas when I do my course, yes, I do have other academies available to people, um, but it isn't like a, an obvious right now, come and join the full packed package. Mm -hmm. um, so I think with a with my with an cohort course, an online course like this, you're buying it. You know what you're you know you've paid your money for it. You you get your live training and things as well. You get to the end of it and you go. Fantastic. That was excellent. Thank you. There's no kind of strings attached or I mm -hmm. think, you know, that's why we do challenges, isn't it? And we are actually looking, um, wondering whether this might be a good, knowing that the thing about our academies is the community. We were, I was talking to Katie the other day, actually, whether there's a, a an idea for next year to almost do a day's taster of it and say, oh, yeah. come and join us for a day and experience what this like and then kind of promote onto it. So that's what I was but thinking. Yeah. Is it'd be like a funnel. Like you could do a three day challenge that would lead into yep. like, if you like this, we're going to dive deeper. Here you go. We did. Yeah. So Kim Garson and I did like a, we did it, called it a Pinterest Palooza. And we did like a, it was a five day. We were showing them how to make video pins and it was just a challenge. And when they were done, 
they asked for a group. They said, can we pay yeah. you to keep this going? And I was like, uh, really? yeah. So we scrambled and put that together. <laughs> so, I mean, I think yeah. those kind of, you know, you show yeah. you give value and they get something at the end of it, then they're naturally yeah. wanting to maybe go on to the, I know. the next thing. I think if we were shutting the doors at the end of two weeks and saying, thank you, bye, there would be that same kind of, oh, but we want to, you know, can right. we keep this open for a bit longer? The fact that we've got it open for three months, uh, they can still carry on the next day if they want to. Uh, it's just that you don't get me kind of doing daily right. lives and, and answering questions and things. Um, so, yeah, I do think that, you know, it, it can absolutely lead on like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't figured this out, we're all fans of Ecamm here, and that's uh, they're a sponsor of the show, and you can find out more at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm, but we've been teasing it uh, all um, all day today that Adrian's got this great course uh, that you can get at Ecamm Live Academy, and that's E-C-A-M-M Live Academy for you guys listening on the podcast, so go check that out. That starts next week or this week? Yeah, it starts on Monday. Okay, so you got a little um, bit of time to get in. When does it? When do the yeah. doors shut? Like, when do you shut them? Do you shut them on Monday? Uh, Sunday night, really. Okay. Um, we we've had a few people because the actual, the first live is at five p.m. in the UK here, so uh, you know nowish. Uh, so it, it, there is chance for people to come in. It just uh, Rachel just moans at me because it means she's got to manually <laughs> add people in and things. The automation doesn't work anymore once we've cut off on Sunday. Right, um, right. But yeah, we don't turn people away, but at the same time, we don't want you to miss out on it. So if someone came partway into the week, we would probably say, let's come in the next one. Mm -hmm. But this is the last one um, of the year. So if you're interested. It is. And actually, we're, we're, we're changing things around next year where we've been doing it every quarter this year. We're only going to be running it twice next year, which is why I say we are wondering, do we need to offer something as an online in anticipation of it? But uh, right. we do have a whole load of videos out there on YouTube anyway. And potentially... 40% of the Academy is already there on YouTube anyway for free. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we deliberately do that. It's, it's there to answer your questions. And that's when really you're coming that back in then to the uh, community itself to have the chance to ask me and others and see how other people are putting it together. Yeah. So make sure. So we've got even people in the comments going, go sign up right now. Six stars. So you got a fan club telling people to go in there. So, yeah. That's and, and me. Can you see me? Can you not hear me typing? Yeah, you're typing in the other, that's right. In the, the comments. So Carrie goes, this is a great point. She goes, the pay challenge I did recently was valuable, even though we knew they'd be talking about their membership course after there was no pressure yes. and only mentioned at the end. So yeah. So even the, just the challenges, even if people aren't going to buy, oh, they can absolutely. get value from it so and i think doing it you know, i would certainly come at those challenges rather than trying to skim over the surface of something and have people going well come on then i haven't really learned anything I, I would rather go deep on a you know that initial chunk really that people need to go through learn that mm -hmm. bit first and then let it naturally lead on to what you're teaching afterwards yeah um some great value yeah i'm not knocking five-day courses at all it's right. a fantastic way to get started um but yeah, as to me, as a difference, when you do a cohort or your online course, there is no, or not necessarily an upsell at the end of it. You know what you've bought, you've had your right. training. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about this uh, in this final segment about uh, community, because that to me seems like it's the biggest part 
of yep. the the benefit of you know the cohort based courses. One, it's it's ending and you, you kind of are done with it and take a vacation. But it's very very uh, it's becoming very very attractive for creators. So uh, the, one of the articles that I read said like traditional platforms like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. There's this division that happens between you know these activities that are they want to monetize and those meant for community building and said you know, all these creators are giving away all this valuable content and then they have to monetize during with like brand partnerships or these low margin merchandise, you know, that kind of take away, like you have to sell a t-shirt at the end of your YouTube video kind of takes away from community building. And so, um, they've, they, they were talking about that we've kind of reached the post-content age that, you know, content is no longer scarce in education. You go can go to YouTube. I learned how to play yeah. the piano. I'm learning how to, you know, carve all this stuff. You yeah. have all this free or low cost uh, content and it's abundant. Uh, and they were saying that you don't have to be an expert teacher, just an expert on something. And so the question I have for you, Adrian, is yeah. with so much content that's free, why will someone pay for a course? Is the community the added value to it? Is that the biggest thing? And that's why it's becoming so popular? Yeah, I think it, it's not necessarily that. I mean, it, that's specifically in a cohort-based course that you get that connection with the, the instructor. Um, I think people would even, to an online course, jump from the, the kind of YouTube videos, really. And whether it be that it's just structured in a way and suddenly, you know, yes, I can jump on and, if that's wood carving, for instance, I, I maybe can go on and find a video on it and then I go and find somebody else and I'm kind of missing the bits in between or um, actually the, the beauty of coming through a course and it all just tells me everything I need and it all just walks through. There's value in that for sure. And for some people, I don't want to waste time going around on YouTube, listening to 10 different opinions. I, I like this guy. I want to see what he tells me type thing. But yeah, for the cohort base, that next step up, uh, absolutely. There's, there's inevitably, I watch YouTube videos uh, and I spend a lot of time on YouTube learning new things. And I want to reach out and ask the guy a question uh, or, uh, you know, and, and I might put a comment, but it's rare that you get an answer. If you do get an answer, it's probably a month later. Um, it's not the same as being in a space where I know that that instructor that coach is going to show up uh, in a few hours time and I can actually post in the group or I can ask a question and know that he's going to hear me mm-hmm. um, and what I really like and I think as a as a, a tip really for using ecam and this kind of thing is as you're doing here Jeff you know calling people out because it actually it, it, we get to kind of put people on a platform really and, and, and you know when um, Dustin there for instance I can see in the comment says hey David you know the this to actually call out and go, hey, Dustin's on. Great to have you on here, and uh, you, it does a lot of good for people. And uh, I think you get a chance to do this that actually someone goes, oh wow, that's you know the coach over there. He, he spotted me, he heard me, and and I, I was important. And I think we underestimate how powerful this can be just to reach out to people and build this connection and just show them that we're normal humans. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. How do you keep the class moving, though, when there are people all learning at different paces? You mentioned before, Adrian, that some people yeah. are like complaining that you're speaking too slow or too fast. But like, <laughs> like some, some sometimes or like some much. people will be <laughs> like some people will be saying this is too this is maybe too easy for me or too difficult. Like, how, yeah. how do you how do you cope with all of that? It's really difficult, I'm sure. I know, and. Um... I, I definitely, 
I've, I've been told I have a, 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 a gift for kind of keeping things simple. And I, I, I kind of take that as I'm a bit, <laughs> I'm a bit of a simple guy myself, you know? Um, and I can sometimes listen to some of these guys, uh, Duck Rock, for instance, doing his techie talk on things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're on about now. <laughs> That's true. Um, so, so I kind of know my level, if you like. And I think I'm, I'm, this is why I think for me, it works really well. Same with cameras, you know, I can get totally lost when I listen to some people talking. And I think if that's how your video comes across, you're attracting a different audience to me. Um, so I kind of know where I'm at. And I, I am at that level of, you know, yeah, an expert, competent, but I can kind of talk at a very simple la- in simple language. Um, and I do tend to, you know, when I'm putting this together, I'm thinking, right, I'm imagining that this person is sitting alongside me, actually. When I when I first start off with a new academy, how am I going to teach this? Where do I go? Right, well, let's imagine I'm here with this person. What would I show them, like with Ecamm? Where would I walk them through? What bits would I say are key things to pull out? Does this come before that? And so I put it together that way. Um, and I, yeah, I, I'm keeping my ears out, really. And if I spot that someone on the live is saying, uh, oh, I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed by this, I'm kind of, I, I then I've learned that we don't get into real techie talk. You know, it's mm. easy to get lured in and someone's trying to talk about setting up their uh, stream deck and things like this. And someone's going, what's a stream deck? I didn't know I needed one of them. And so you, that's the beauty of the live and just reading that chat really and keeping an eye down there and going, yeah, okay, keep my eye out. There's someone there who's getting a bit lost. We're getting a bit techie or we're going, I've been a bit too long on one person here. Let's, let's move away to this one. Um, I think the videos work, Ian, in the sense that you can watch it a couple of times. If, if, and there's comments on each of those videos as well, uh, as well as coming into the group. So if I spot that a few people have gone, wow, I got totally lost in that video, or I had to watch it three times, then we go back to that video and go, all right, what do we need to do to change this video up? Um, yeah, but but we really haven't. I've never had anybody come through that's gone either this was too hard, I want my money back, or that's, we've had some advanced people that have come through and said, will I actually get anything out of it? And they might not have learned new techniques, but they've watched other people doing lives and designing things and hearing how they're using it and gone, okay, I hadn't considered that. That's that's a good idea. And even just for that, they've said has been worth it. So um, yeah, I think it, it, it how you balance that, I don't know. <laughs> right. It, for us, it's just kind of worked, and we've we've kind of aimed at that. We want to make sure no one gets left behind with it. Um, and yeah, it does sometimes mean that you've got a few people going, "Come on, I know all the basics," but right. I do just. And this used to be with photography as well, though, that I would find someone you know with a decent SLR cameras going, "Oh, I don't need to know those basics." And actually, when you start talking to them, you realise they actually do need those basics, or maybe they've learned a style or from someone that's missed out something over here. And I think for all of us, it doesn't hurt us to go back and just have that quick reminder and a recap and pick things up that we probably assume we know and we don't. Yeah, it's interesting. So like Kim Garst and I, when we were doing our, our challenge, uh, we would go and like, hey, what we were planning, we're scrapping that. And we're having to, you know, yeah. we're like, we need to talk about this because they're really getting hung up or they, or we didn't go deep enough before we need to do yeah. that. So I think that's important too. In fact, uh, it's really funny because uh, one of the, uh, my friends who went through that, Pat Mills, uh, she says, right, Jeff C, I've learned everything I know about marketing media and social media from online courses and mini courses. And, you know, we were talking about community 
and you know Dustin Stout, who I met ages ago at Social Media Marketing World. Same with Ian. We met at Social Media Marketing World. It's a community. And Rob, you know, I've seen him. You know, Rob says, uh, hey to everybody yeah. popping in. Uh, uh-huh. I met him at conferences. And so community is super important. And I think that's one of the things we're yeah. talking about here. But what happens after to the class after uh, it's over to that community? You said you archive it after three months. Do you find that they yeah. go and start their own group or what happens? Because I know I would hate, you know, not being able to connect with Pat, Dustin, eh, maybe, but other people, um, you know, no, just kidding. Uh, But, you know, but I would, I would miss a community. So do you have people pushing back? Like, please don't, please don't close the group. We do. Um, And it's really hard to know the best way to do it. And, and, you know, we could just have one group and every quarter we add more people into that same group. Um, the downside of that would be, you know, we suddenly get to day one's live and all of those people that have been in previously are also on there as well. And the new people don't get a chance to get a look in. Um, so that's why we've gone, no, we're going to have a different group each time. Uh, we've had, yeah, one or two people that have said, oh no, we really want to do this. Um, we also have people that come back through. So what we make available, uh, and again, it's just the way we've done this, because people have got the training for life, they can come back through as an alumni at half price just to come and have the experience again. And uh, we've got some guys that have just come time and again uh, because they go, we just love being around you and kind of the community side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, yeah, a way to do it. I don't know... I don't know about you, but I kind of think with these things, um, I want to leave on a high and, and I don't want to be slowly numbers disappearing, uh, you know, over the coming months and things until I'm left with a handful of faithful people. I, I kind of, it's a bit like being at a conference or an event and you, you have that feeling of, oh, I don't want this to end, but you know, it's going to end. Right. Um, I, I quite like to think that we actually leave people, we do leave it on a high wanting more, um, yeah, that whether that be coming onto one of our other academies, we've always got a, a, an open community Facebook group anyway that people can come and join and be part of. Um, so, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> I, I, it's hard trying to listen, and you could go, "Oh, go on, let's just keep this going." Um, right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, because they 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 want to hang on to each other. So, so we got a few minutes left, and I want to I'm going to kind of jump ahead in on some of these questions because I want to make sure we can mm-hmm. cover these uh, last two and give Adrian plenty of time to talk about some other stuff. But um, I want to know why did Ecam do this? You know, isn't this a big expense? You know, with I mean, I guess they have to have Ecam to go through the course, but still, you know, it's a really if you think about the amount of effort involved and the amount of you know setting up the courses and all the training, it seems like a small number is moving through this. So it's a big expense to me, and where's the ROI? And I know a lot of people are asking that, and a lot of businesses ask that. For Ecamm, this, this, this costs Ecamm nothing. This oh, okay. is not an official, it's not an Ecamm course, it's, it's mine. Um, so the, the, the way this came about, um, I'd actually approached Glenn and, and, and doing an interview with him, and I'd said I wanted to create some Ecamm videos for YouTube. Um, and uh, the conversation kind of went, you know, Glenn said, well, actually, we've been looking for, we've been asked for some tutorial videos on our pages. Um, and so we came up with with some back and forth, really different ways of doing it. Do I create a course and give it to them? Do I take it and run it? Um, so this is completely my, Ecamm Live Academy is, is mine. Gotcha. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a win-win, it really is. But, you know, Ecamm now... Uh, 
get training uh, for their team. So Ecamm will promote it. Um, so for me, that's a huge win. Uh, Ecamm will push this out to all of their email list and say, you know, we get great feedback from this. If you really want to get to know Ecamm, you should come over and join Adrian's course. And then I, I do all the training if you like for free. Um, that's awesome. I mean, that's I'm very a- happy because I get then this flood of people that have come recommended from Ecamm. So it's a, and I say this in our Kajabi Academy all the time, you know, I think the whole working with a brand or someone like this, that actually you can take this training and this, not a burden off of them, but you know, this, they want to get on and sorting out the software, but if they've got someone over here that's sitting prepared to train people and then you're able to, have a, enough of a connection with them that they're sending people to you and it's recommended. I, I think it's a, it's a great way to go. Yeah. So we haven't been able to do that with YouTube yet, but. <laughs> that's right. But that's a great idea for thinking when you think about brand and train, training, something training you want to yeah. do is reaching yeah. out to, you know, the people who actually create the software or the, the service yeah. or whatever. It's a great idea. So uh, Graham says joining the slate, but we use Ecamm deliver our lives. Um, and along with our Kajabi courses, we couldn't have done it without taking part in the Ecamm Academy. So you got fans coming out hey, of Graham. the wazoo yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, but Ian, I, I, so Adrian talk real quick. We are right at the end of the time. Like where can people find you, what to sign up and all your courses and everywhere they can find you online. Yep. Yeah. Well, the, the, the key one at the minute, or the, the big one at the minute, is this Ecamm Live Academy that starts on Monday. Uh, that's definitely our flagship. It's the one we've had the, the yeah, the biggest praise from, really, of people coming through it. Um, so that starts Monday. Come and join us over there. If you head to that link, there's a page that will show you all about it. And actually, it's full of testimonials as well, video clips from people saying what they've thought to it. Um, and then if you come to adriansalsbury.com, you will see all of our academies up there. You, there are links to all of our social platforms as well. So that's kind of the, the hub, really, the signposting. If you head over there, you can go to any of these academies. Awesome. And for the people listening on the podcast, it's Adrian, and the last name is spelled S-A-L-I-S-B-U-R-Y, uh, adriansalsbury.com. So make sure you check out all his courses. Ian Anderson Gray, you do a couple things online too. Tell us where people can find out more about you. So you can, my website is iag.me and that's, uh, you can listen to my podcast, the Confident Live Marketing Podcast at iag.me forward slash podcast. Yes, and we are also a podcast as well, so you can find us on all the podcast players, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher, all those things. Uh, Our next show is October, what is, uh, 22nd at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, and you can always find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Amazon Live. Thank you guys so much for uh, stopping in. Thank you, Rob, Graham, Carrie, all of you people asking great questions in the comment. I hope that you guys got a lot out of the show. Feel free to mention your friends after adrian dropped all this knowledge it's just been amazing about cohort courses now i'm thinking about having to create another one so uh thank you guys <laughs> that's the curse of it i know it is it's all these great guests i'm like oh my gosh so thank you guys so much for watching thank you so much for ecam for being a sponsor of the show you can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash oops ecam right like that um and so uh, we'd love for you guys to go check that out and with that we'll see you guys next week Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Social Media News Live.